Welcome back to Say Less Remote oh. Edition again. Episode three. Hello, hello. How are you? Greetings, greetings. Um, oh. you know, just recovering from uh, a first round of the draft. What about oh. you? Oh, sensational I... draft. One of the, dress, the best drafts ever. Honestly, we needed. Yeah, that. yeah. It was quite interesting watching it. Um, but you definitely feel a little bit upset about uh, how things shifted out. Uh, but we'll talk about that uh, later. Uh, um, but you know what it is. We're here to break down the entire first round of the draft. We're not going to waste any time. You know what we're talking about. Let's get into it. Pick one. The, the Bengals pick Joe Burrow. Uh, Chase Burrow, you might call him. Yo, chill out, chill out. My, I had a slip up last episode, a brain fart, as one might say. But uh, yeah, Joe Burrow, easily... Easily the the most transcendent player in this draft. You know, he can really take you to the next level. He's really that guy. He's going to come in with a with a winning mindset, winning attitude. Uh, he's going to be a leader from day one. So, great pick. Uh, yeah, nothing to really talk about. We knew it was coming. Everyone knew it was coming. Absolutely. It would be interesting to see. Is he your, is he your candidate for offensive rookie of the year? Um, honestly, with that, uh, yes. With that offense – and with the players, if it's not him, I think it's a receiver. Um, I don't really mm. think the Dolphins are going to be a great, great offense just yet. Uh, right. I think they're a year away from really hitting their peak. But the Joe Burrow has has elite targets around him. He He's, does. He has an all-pro receiver. Um, not back. many people. And a great running back. Yeah, not many people can say all that stuff. So um, I think he's definitely the favorite. If not, I would give it to one of the receivers. Maybe, maybe Ruggs or Judy. Maybe even Lamb. Who knows? One of them have a good shot. Over under five wins. Over. Over. Right. Yeah, right. over. I think, he right. get, I think he can get five. You mean right. like four and a half? Over under four and a half? Oh, yeah, you're right. Over under okay. four and a half. I'm not I, I think that. he can get five. I think I think he can get six. Yeah, for sure. Facts. Moving on. Redskins, number two, Chase Young. Again, no brainer. No the, brainer. One of the freakiest athletes. No, the, probably the freakiest athlete in this draft. Mm-hmm. Um. He's got compared to, J- to J- Davion Clowney, Ohio mm-hmm. State guy. He's in that next line. Of the, he's with the Bosa brothers, but a better mm-hmm. athlete. Not as polished as those dudes, but no big surprises here. We knew this was coming. Yeah, Ron Rivera gets his hands on a on a already star defender. Um, and it already helps out a great, great D-line um, that they already have. So that's the strength of their, their defense. They're going to get to the quarterback a lot, which Ron Rivera loves to do. Absolutely, and if they had, if they, if if Dwayne Haskins can make a leap, because we know they had Terry McLaurin, we can see them maybe make a 49ers type leap, not only to the Super Bowl, but just that type of uh, leap. But anyway, moving forward, uh, Jeff Okuda to the Lions again. Mm-hmm. No big surprises here. The number one, the consensus number one corner. He may not be the most athletic. Um, trait-wise corner, but he's the most polished corner in this draft. He goes number three to Matt Patricia in the Lions, and Patricia comes from New England, and we know how New England values corners. So, again, not a big surprise here. Yeah, great choice. He's a great tackler, um, and like you said, Patricia comes from 
New England, and we love our. We need our cornerbacks to tackle, and they need, need. To be great, and they need to be good tacklers. He's a great tackler, so great. Play. Absolutely. Four for the Giants. Andrew Thomas. This was a little surprise. This was the to first, me. obviously, the first surprise of the draft. It was surprising. Um, Andrew Thomas yeah. easily top four tackles. A lot of people had him as their sleeper. One of that I saw some tweets uh, this past week saying that Andrew Thomas could be the best player from this draft. Some people thought, and I was like, "That is craziness," Crazy. uh, or, or at least the biggest surprise. And I, I was like, "Okay, I can kind of see how he could surprise some people." But they thought they value him as the fourth, you know, fourth overall pick, the best tackle in the draft. That's best tackle in the draft. There's some crazy tackles here, and to be honest, like. That's pretty. That's pretty interesting to know that he, teams thought he was the best one, and they kept it under wraps. Like no one really knew that, to be honest. Right, and I, you understand why they really wanted to trade to trade down, and they couldn't because there just wasn't really a player that teams thought was valuable enough to trade up for because Tua has his injury history. Obviously, Isaiah Simmons is kind of an enigma. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't I, in one of our mock drafts. I don't know if it was last episode. No, it was me. We traded back. I didn't have the Giants picking Isaiah Simmons. I just didn't think they had the balls to take him and really just make him into the superstar that he's going to be. I really thought they would go line. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're kind of really hurt by Tua being injured because if he wasn't injured, then they would have had that market for teams to trade up. But mm-hmm. they're really just kind of got screwed by Tua's injury. But moving on to five, and this is where the draft really actually started. The Dolphins took Tua, which is yeah. a kind of a surprise because it was – it was the most well, the well executed uh, smokescreen. They didn't, they played their cards right. They sent out rumors, oh, we might take Herbert. Da, 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 da. We're not high on Tua. He failed physicals, blah, blah, blah. But they took Tua. What are your thoughts? I did. I thought that that was all like smoke. Like, like you said, smokescreen. Yeah, of course it is. And I, and I never, and I never bought it even for one second. I think a lot of people didn't buy it. Uh, people are just really, really scared about his injury history, which I understand. But he is clear to go. And his, his, his physicals went overwhelmingly positive. That was a quote. Um, Trent Dilfer said that his his quarterback coach and he's healthy. He's he can take the team to the next level, and he's arguably better than Joe Burrow if they were completely healthy. So this I is a great. So I, I I really think so. So this is a this is a really great pick. Um, if he can stay healthy, obviously. Um, and they address you know some things to protect him later on that we'll talk about later on. Yeah, I definitely do think this was their best pick in the first round. Um, clearly quarterback, talented. We know the injury history, but he doesn't have to play right away. They have Ryan Fitzpatrick, who's a certified mm-hmm. NFL vet, who's going to show him some things. They're who's still se- who's, their se- team who's selfless, too. Who's selfless, and he'll like be a good a leader and a good coach Absolutely. for him. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, continue on. Chargers take Herbert. Again, these were these are the picks that like initial mock drafts had like two, three months ago. And, yeah. But then as the cap season <laughs> Moving on, along. Had the rumors and everything started to change, but this is how we saw the draft going originally before we started second guessing ourselves. If, if like gun was to your head, you would say all of these things. You Absolutely, know, except besides for the maybe Giants. Andrew Thomas. Yeah, besides the Giants, but you would say these things. So um, it's also a good pick. Um, we'll see. I'll be interested to see if he plays right away. Um, Who Herbert? Yeah, I think he could. Absolutely. I was going to ask you that question because you you said I said that he could he he could play right away. Yes. Yeah. I, and, I'm interested to see if they'll actually put him out right away because he's a smart guy and he's only going to get better if he plays. Um, so, I agree. yeah. So, I mean, they, if, I mean, it's, I'm not saying it's a waste if he doesn't, but I mean, 
Is is Tyrod Taylor going to take you to a Super Bowl, or do you oh. think who gives you a better chance to take you to a Super Bowl? That's Absolutely. the question. And that's they have a great, 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 great team, and they and they just obviously they have a terrible organization. That alone won't take them there. But if players alone, they have the players to get it done. Except absolutely, and that's exactly what I was going to ask you because really, the Chargers could have gone offensive line, maybe linebacker, which they did later in the draft. But they have a Super Bowl roster, so it really comes down to: Do you hope? Do you believe that Tyrod Taylor can Taylor can take this team to the promised land, or do you start Herbert right away? Because this team has stars everywhere: Derwin James, who's a Defensive Player of the Year type player; Joey Bosa, uh, Nick Bosa, who's a <laughs> Defensive Player type of year player. They have they have Joey Allen, Bosa. Mike they Williams, Joey Austin Bosa. Eckler. They have Joey Bosa. Sorry, yeah, they Joey and they have Melvin Gordon. Yeah, Melvin, Melvin Gordon. Gordon. Oh, they, Melvin this team star studied. <laughs> Melvin, Melvin Ingram. Ingram. Right. I'm sorry. This yeah. team is star studded. So it, yeah. it, it, the quarterback play can really determine the fate of this team. So it's going to be interesting to see who does come out week one starting. You didn't mention their you didn't mention their offensive players. Either. I mean, I mentioned Keenan Allen, so yeah. I realized. Yeah. But Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Hunter Henry, Austin Eckler, like this is a star. Great, great team. O-line. Yeah, they, right. They yeah. added Brian Bulaga, traded for T- Trey Turner. Um, so they have it's they don't really have holes anywhere. So the quarterback position is really going to determine the success of this team, really. Um, but moving on, seven Panthers take Derek Brown. I mean. You could, they couldn't really go wrong. They couldn't go wrong. I, I really thought that they were going to go Isaiah Simmons, um, but it was between Isaiah or Derek Brown for me. They just needed a defense. We talked about it all week, how they just need defensive players. Um, they lost so many holes in that defense, so many stars that are players like Keekly, uh, Bradbury, um, Gerald McCoy, Dante Terry Poe, so Mario, Mario Addison. So they, uh, they, needed, they needed to go there, and they, they got one of the best defensive players in the draft. Absolutely. And I, I understand it because they do have Shaq Thompson to man down at linebacker. And the, you always got to start the trenches. The game is always played in the trenches first. And they thought we need to get one of the most disruptive players in this draft. So I understand it. You start in the trenches and then you build out. I get it. But hey, Isaiah, to my, I'm one of the leaders of the Cardinals bandwagon at this point. Mm-hmm. Isaiah Simmons at eight to the Cardinals. This was, uh, this was the first real, real, real surprise for me. I I mean it's it's so sad. I thought they were going offensive tackle. I said, "Wow, Andrew Thomas gone." That gives them, in my opinion, the like three of the top four best tackles right. still available. So I said, "Wow, they're gonna get that shored up for uh, Kyler Murray." And they go Isaiah Simmons, and I was like, "Wow, what a great great pick!" Absolutely like, one of one of my favorite players in the draft. And and Mike, you you can talk about your one of your favorite teams. Oh yeah, and you know I spent a lot of time this offseason watching the Cardinals, so I love this pick. And mm-hmm. you know they could have gone offensive line. I kind of wish they did. I can't hate this. Like, I you, but you can't. No, you can't hate it. No, but just go. There, there are good players left in this draft. Good offensive linemen. Just get Fast. more later. Just get Fast. more later. That's like get two or three. Just Absolutely. to make be sure. Yeah. S- Simmons is a generational talent. We're talking about a guy who makes time between playing safety, linebacker, and you look at this defense now. It's it's really starting to come together. They weren't terrible last year when I was watching them. They they left some points up, but they they competed and they did have some talent. They and then they they had Corey Peters. On the, as a, a defensive tackle, they added Jordan Phillips from the Bills, who's a stud. We know about Chandler Jones. They added Devon Kennard um, from the from the Lions, 
who's a good uh, – he's basically an edge rusher who led the Lions in sacks last year. They have Jordan Hicks, who's a really solid linebacker, and they have like Devontae Cambro, um, who's a really good linebacker who can also guard tight ends. And now the addition of Simmons does two things. One, it allows Buda Baker to get out of the box. And I love Buda Baker. I, you know, I talk to you about Buda Baker all the time. He's mm-hmm. he's, he's going to be one of the better safeties in the league. He's so fast, can do everything: coverage, tackle, uh, roam the field as a free safety, play in the box as a strong safety. He's a freak. Um, but he's kind of small, and like you watch him at times, he's in that box making tackles on big running backs like Latavius Murray versus the Saints. And I would prefer that be Isaiah Simmons. Mm-hmm. Put put Buda Baker back in that secondary. Um, where they already have Patrick Pe- uh, Patrick Peterson, Robert Alford, who they signed from the um, from the Car- Falcons, Falcons, and Byron Murphy, who's a uh, who's a budding rookie uh, corner. This this defense is actually looking real good, and we know what that Cardinals offense is going to be led by uh, Kyle Murray, who's going to be an MVP candidate soon. I love this pick, and I love the Cardinals. They they are in a very tough division, um, but they could make some sneaky noise, and I think that they won't get swept by anyone in the division. They're going to split each game, each I like series. That. I really think I so. like that, and I love the Cardinals. Let's go. Uh, all right, moving on. Jags, uh, they take C.J. Henderson. Yes, C.J. Henderson. Um, are you know people had him as the top-rated cornerback. Uh, they lost A.J. Boye. They they tra- they traded away Jalen Ramsey. Um, so there they traded both of them away. Excuse me. So they really had a decimated safety or secondary, especially in the cornerbacks. So they got uh, C.J. Henderson. Great, great pick. Um, he's he's a budding star as well. We'll just see how he how he plays against big boys. Um, but he's pretty. That's a that's a great pick. I believe that we had talked about that before. Um, yeah. Except my our mock draft was a little crazy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they have holes everywhere. You got, and then their pick later, they had a really good draft. They filled holes and they great got draft. and they got great athletes too. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing. It's really good draft by them. Um, mm-hmm. ten, Browns. They got Jedrick Wills. I mean, I was surprised he he dropped this low. Honestly, we we when we were doing our mock draft. They got the last tackle. I mean, last, quote-unquote. I mean, that was Andrew Thomas, but mm-hmm. Andrew Thomas ended up going first. So, you look at the Browns, they don't really have, they don't really have many holes. It was really offensive line and some linebacker help, but it's really put-up or shut-up time for the Browns. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great point. Baker, this is what Baker needed. Uh, they just got Jack Conklin. They needed to shore up that line. Um, and what really got these tackles still to be here was Isaiah Simmons because right. we really thought the Cardinals were going to take a tackle. Um, right. So one of these would have been gone. Um, so that, that, brings me, that brings us to the surprising next pick, in my opinion. Um, super, kind of surprising, but understandable. Understandable. The Jets, yep. and they take Makai Becton. I mean, yeah. they just have lots of holes. And I understand picking Becton because you've got to protect Sam Darnold and you've got to – open running lanes for Le'Veon Bell and they're they do want to run the ball and he's a mauler in the run game so uh, you understand not going wide receiver there are lots of receivers in this draft they can get some later um but picking a a, a tackle like Makai Becton had it, it kills two birds with one stone so I understand it uh, but okay I understand what you're saying but listen to their additions that the Jets got for the offensive line this year they got George Fant mm. Connor McGovern uh, another so a tackle, a center, a guard, um, Josh Andrews, another O lineman, center guard, another guard, and then they just got um Beckton. You don't think like 
they, they're clearly addressing their need, that team need, and Sam Darnold needs protection. But there is the top. You get your choice of wide receiver. You get your first pick of wide you receiver. You get the first and, pick of I know. You get the first pick of wide receiver, and you left it. You let it be for like I the, know. the Raiders. I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. I get and it. Me personally, I was a little disappointed, and I get like that was a conservative right, uh, like not right. I mean, not wrong pick. It's but conservative, damn, like, man. Yeah. And Sam Darnold needs to take off, and the only way he's gonna take off. Jameson Crowder's going. I, there, there's more. De- there's more depth. Like I, I'm a little like I'm 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 going crazy a little bit. Um, there's more depth of, at wide receiver. There in is this draft, and they can. There's plenty of picks left for them. But I'm sorry, you just passed. I up get it, player. and I think that's what it comes down to. The depth at wide receiver. I know you mentioned all those additions on their O line, but none of them are special. None of besides Beckton, no. none of them are special. No. And no. and what is this? Darnold's third year in the league. Yeah, he's getting close to that fourth and fifth year. You got to start evaluating to to know if he's your guy for the next ten years because you're gonna have to resign him soon. Um, and they can find other weapons. There'll be other speed guys they can get. There'll be other um wide receivers like a Michael Pittman. They could probably get Denzel Mims is still on the board. Um, so there are just other. I I understand it, but I think they just thought we need a special generational talent on our line that's gonna be there whether it's with Darnold or whether quarterback they have for the foreseeable future. So I, I yeah. really do get it. Fair enough. Um, Raiders. They're Raiders. At 12, take Henry Ruggs. And this was my mock pick. And this is with you had the Jets taking Jerry Judy. I yeah. had the Raiders taking Ruggs. And I thought that Gruden would fall in love with the speed of Henry Ruggs. And it looks like he did. Yeah, Henry Ruggs is a home run hitter. Um, as we've talked about, I, I personally think he's extremely fast and he has great hands for a speedy guy. Um, and he, this is exactly the kind of player he needs. So he's going to be matched up with Tyron Williams and Sean Renfro. Renfro, Hunter Renfro. Tyron Hunter Williams, Renfro. Hunter Renfro. I'm sorry. Um, uh, Tyron Williams is more of a precise route running kind of, you know, intermediate to deep uh, guy. And and Ruggs will take the top off. He'll run underneath. Renfro will run those. Um, intermediate routes, you know, the hard ones, like the Edelman kind of role, slot role. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a great offense with the Josh Jacobs. It's going to be – and, and right. not to mention Darren Waller. Right. This is a, right. This is a great offense. And if, and if you look at that offense, it's it's run the ball, establish the run behind that. That's like a top three O-line in the league. They want to run yeah. the ball, establish the run, play action, deep shots down the field. There's If you're Derek Carr, no excuses. None. None. Absolutely none. You, we know Derek Carr. I actually think is a really he's a good, solid quarterback. Has solid arms, solid accuracy. He's a doesn't turn the ball over for the most part. Um, he has. I think his athleticism is a little underrated. And his only real issue is he's risk averse. He doesn't like to throw throw the ball down the field. So if you're Derek Carr, there's no excuses now. You need to start throwing the ball down the field. You have a deep threat in Henry Ruggs with four two nine speed. It's time. You got to start throwing the ball down the field. For sure, this is yeah. This is gonna be this is gonna be a nice offense to watch, and we'll just see how the rest of their team kind of you know as yeah. Uh, thirteen. The Bucks. I'm not even going to talk about the pick itself. I'm going to let you do that because I have a bone to pick with the Tampa Bay, Tampa, Bay, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm sick of your Twitter account. Stop posting our old content with the Patriots of Gronk and Brady. I'm sick of it. Get your own content or you're going to get blocked. Yeah, no, that's honestly so true because, like, they're posting a lot of stuff when they're wearing Patriots stuff. And it's like, is that even allowed? No! Get your own yeah, content. That- 
Yeah, that shit's honestly kind of annoying. So they traded up one spot from 14 to 13 for this pick. Um, and they took Tristan Wirfs, um, offensive tackle from Iowa. Great pick. Brady is probably so happy about it. He gets a he gets up. In my opinion, I thought he was the best alignment, uh, best offensive tackle that's in the cap, draft. That's cap. That's cap. That's cap. He's the most um, athletic, but not the best. And, and he, um, so Brady has his blind side now really protected. That offensive line is looking right. Now they just need to work against some more defensive players. But um, that team is looking looking right. I'm gonna say it again. There are no excuses for Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. None. He better be an MVP candidate. Nothing less. Absolutely nothing less. He will be. Say no more then. Say less. Uh, he will be. 14. The 49ers take Javon, Javon Kinlaw. I'm not a fan of this pick. I understand. Really? I'm not a fan. Really? Not, let me, really? I'm not a fan. I understand Kinlaw is a beast, and he's a dominant Go, force on the front. But you look at this 49ers team. I understand the philosophy of having a strength of your team, of your unit, your defense, that front, that front, who gets after the quarterback and causes mayhem. I get that, and that's how they got to the Super Bowl last year. But I think taking Ken Law is overkill. Look at their needs. They need wide receiver. They need some tackle help to, to um, shore up some, whether it's age, injuries. Um, they need some corner help. And look at wide receiver. Jerry Judy still on the board. Uh, uh, CeeDee Lamb still on the board. Justin Jefferson still on the board. Austin Jackson was still on the board. AJ Terrell was still on the board to fill that corner need. I think taking Kim Law was overkill and didn't actually improve their team that much. It just it made their strength even stronger. I get that, but they have other holes that they need to fill. So I'm um, so that was my first immediate reaction. This was another surprise. The first immediate reaction was, are they dumb? Are they dumb? I was like, Jerry Judy would be great. That was. I, I let it marinate. I slept. I woke up today, and I thought about it even harder. And I said to myself, damn, Kyle Shanahan is a genius. Yes. He knows exactly what kind of players he needs on his team, yes, on his offense I get to it. succeed. So they lost to Forrest Buckner, um, and they saved $20 million OD, per season. OD. They, they got um, – they replaced him with – at this point, Mike, He's easily the best D, D tackle in the game. In the game, and from this point on, there was like no D line. What? Wait, wait. He's the what? He's the best. No, what? Sorry, sorry. Let me repeat. At this point in the draft, Javon Kinlaw was the best D tackle available. Okay. And it's not even close. And he's a, gener- he's a generational talent. It's huge. So he's a great, great, great player. So they knew, and they had another first round pick that they later traded up and, and got another receiver. They knew what they needed. And if they took, let's say, Judy, they took Judy at 14, then later on, who are they? There's no real D-line meet right there. And right. I, I think that – I think the difference between the, the possibility of the defensive player over the difference of the offensive player was way bigger. I get that. And I, I don't disagree with that at all. It, but it's not just wide receiver where they had needs. You talked about it in our mock drive. They have some some O-line needs. We know mm-hmm. they have secondary needs. You know I'm not a big fan of Richard Sherman. I think he's really gassed. He could not lock anyone up in man coverage. And besides Richard Sherman, who I'm not a fan of, the rest of that secondary is basura. But not down, but they're kind of chips. And they tailed off towards the end of the season. So adding someone like AJ Terrell, who was still on the board, who's a physical freak. I... I I just think Kim Law is a little bit overkill. But the formula they had to go to the Super Bowl last year was a dominant front. And they're just doing – they're running that back, and I understand it. 
Fair. Yeah, I understand where you're coming from. I think. I think. I mean, I was. I've been on both sides of the fence. I might flip flop tomorrow and see that they fucked up. But I. I think it's. A, I think it's. A I understand. Solid. I understand. All right. Fifteen Broncos. Jerry Judy. This might be the steal wow. of the draft. Highway robbery. It might. It might be. It might be like five years from now. We'll say how the hell did he get picked at fifteen? That's what people what? are gonna say. How in the world? How is he not a top five pick? Some bot. Five years from now, there will be busts on this list, unfortunately. But right now, it's hard to even point uh, which ones it could be. They're all great players, but steal the draft. I mean, you got you got an unbelievable receiver. So they have him, Sutton. They have um, Philip Lindsay, Melvin Gordon, and George Fant. Damn, Drew Locke is is loving, loving this team that he's and surrounded mind with. Mind you, right they wanted to trade up for him. There were rumors they were trying to trade up for Jerry Judy because it was rumored that wide receiver role was going to be 10, 11, 12, 13. And look, yeah. they didn't have to, they got him at 15. And like you said, a perfect compliment to Sutton and Fant. And don't sleep on that defense. It was the 10th, 10th ranked defense last year in points. And that's without Bradley Chubb. And now they. Or, oh, yeah, yeah. And then, then they, added, they added Jarrell Casey. Bouye. They signed AJ Bouye. Um, they kept um, Simmons at safety. This defense is gonna get is gonna get better under the second year with Vic Fangio. The offense keeps improving. Drew Locke is looking like their franchise quarterback. I just want to point this out: the AFC West is looking sort of scary. I told you, guess who the Pats are playing this year? The AFC West. We have the hardest schedule. Forget the AFC West. We're playing the hardest schedule this. Um, and in the NFL, dude, we're oh, toast. Tank for Trevor. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> the Falcons at 16 get AJ Terrell. I mean, it's a no-brainer. Easy pick. That's it. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought that we – I think in our mock, uh, no, we had talked about um, them being interested in Henderson. I think maybe moving uh, slid to them in our mock. I'll pull it up real quick. Yes, yes. No, Derek Brown, I think. So, oh, right, 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 right. Derek yeah, Brown. Derek Brown. I mean, we said that so, was top I mean, and that wasn't going to happen, but. Yeah, yeah. But um, but it's a great it's a great pick. They need secondary help. Um, He's a good player. I, I'd like to see how good he can Facts. really get. In it, our though. first mock, we had uh the Falcons taking yeah. uh Kinlaw. Yes. But, yeah, I mean, easy pick. He's a top three corner prospect with elite cover traits. Uh, they needed defensive line um, or DB and they got one and they got a special athlete mm-hmm. too so easy but this is a really this might be the splash pick of the first round number 17 the Cowboys get Sadarian C.D. Lamb <laughs> talk to Damn. me now, see, this is a, I mean if you're a Cowboys fan you were jumping for joy when this pick got announced jumping for joy Dak has every toy he needs no excuses out of him really I, I don't want and that offense is with Kellen Moore last year Took huge strides, and I can only imagine where it'll go next year if Dak improves the way he should. Um, this is a this is a legit offense with some legit receivers. Uh, this is gonna get kind of scary oh, for that NFC. Yeah, I think Terrell uh, AJ Terrell going to the Falcons probably sealed this pick. Um, Horner was probably yeah. their one true need. Their front is good enough to I think is good enough to pass on Chase on. So I really understand taking CD. He was probably one of the better players on the board at this point. Probably the best player on the board at this point, if we're being honest. Easily, um, easily the best player, in and, my opinion. Justin Jefferson still, but I think he's better. Yeah, I had. Yeah, I think you had him as wide receiver two. I had him at wide receiver three. Yeah. A lot of people have him as wide receiver one. And I think in this offense, 
he will el- immediately eliminate all my concerns about him because he doesn't have to be wide receiver one, which I was concerned uh-huh. about his ability to do so. And two, Kellen Moore is going to get him open in space and give him those and yards him the right ball. and, give him, and give him that chance to make get the ball in his hand in space, whether it be screens, reverses, yards after catch. And that eliminates my other concern about him because I wasn't sure how his yard after catch ability would translate to the NFL because I thought he kind of feasted on the week. Well, now in this offense, I think he'll be in a perfect, perfect position to continue to do those things. So absolutely great pick by the Cowboys. Agreed. Totally agree. Um, 18. Who was 18? Dolphins select right. Austin right. Jackson, tackle from USC. So this is an interesting pick. Um, I, you and me were both kind of a little it's a stuck reach, about for this. Sure. Um, I, I, I think it's a reach, but at the same time, he, he was the, easily the best offensive right. tackle left. Um, and there's a big... I don't know, man. It's a long time before they picked again, and I, they were probably scared that he wouldn't be there at twenty six when they where they originally right. picked. Um, but they took him. He's a good player. I can't hate on it. Really, they're just trying to protect Tua. I can't hate on it. He was supposed to really be a t- like a higher pick in this draft. Um, what do you I, think? That's. I think that's the point that we need to remember. He was originally supposed to be a higher pick. He was supposed to be good enough mm-hmm. for a pick this high, but then, but then he, um, his sister had a, uh, a, a condition, a disease where she required a blood transplant. And since they're siblings, he was the, one of the better options for it. And he donated his bone marrow from his spine for his sister. He took, he sacrificed his play and potentially his college season for his family. And he lost a lot of strength. He wasn't able to squat or do strength training for a long time and affected his play in the field. Um, but, we know the type of talent he's going to be. He's supposed to be. His strength is all back now. So I think all those things combined, it's it's a good pick. You know what I'm saying? It's a good pick. It's you understand why this the film wasn't as great as it was supposed to be. But you you he'll be hopefully back to the player that he was meant to be. So I I, I like the pick, and he's obviously a great dude. Um, so I get it. Yeah, yeah. That's that's pretty nineteen awesome. respect Raiders. I mean. Damon Arnett, cornerback from Ohio State. Like, bro. I mean, you have two solid picks in this draft, 12 and 19. And this is the player you take at 19. He was in – he was the first player – and this is the first time I'm going to be completely honest with you guys that I've heard of this guy's name. Um, when he got drafted, I said, what? I've not seen him on a single mock draft in the first round, not once. And th- I don't know. I thought a lot of cornerbacks were, were kind of reached it, at this thing. Oh, yeah, to that, for sure. And for me, it's just like, Gruden, why? 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 Your, your job was really so simple. You needed wide receiver, you needed linebackers, and you needed secondary help. The best players available were going to be wide receivers and linebackers. Kenneth Murray, still on the board. Patrick Queen, still on the board. Why did you do this? You reached for a day two, day three quarterback who ran a four, five, six. I don't get it. Why? Why? I don't know. I don't have the answers. I was shook. I just, I, I'm just going to have to wait to see I mean, how he plays. Better be fucking nice. Or else they really played themselves because they passed on Chase on. 
Yeah, they passed on Chase on. They passed on on Murray. They passed on Queen, as you mentioned. They, I mean, damn. I mean, they they could have gotten they could have gotten another receiver if they wanted. Shit, they could have done a it, lot of things. Uh, they, they had really such an easy job, an easy draft, and it's just I just don't. At least maybe a D line. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. <sighs> Moving on, 20, Jacksonville Jaguars. We talked about them a little bit earlier. They took Chase on, Caleb on Chase on out of LSU, edge, uh, edge rusher, who can also do some other things in, in uh, coverage as an off-the-ball linebacker. I mean, again, easy draft. Their defense needs has a lot of holes that need to be filled. Calais Campbell, gone. Yannick Gotway soon going to be gone. Jalen Ramsey, gone. Um, they had holes to fill. And they did that. They drafted two of the better athletes in the two of the best athletes in this draft. I mean, pretty good job draft if you're the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, great draft in my opinion. They nailed the first two picks. These are these honestly, arguably like best players available right. at that time. Um, yeah, seriously, and they're great. Their their team needs great players come from great great schools. So yeah, good, good picks. picks. Uh, moving on. Oof. I mean, this might be the most surprising pick. This, uh, this might be a huge, huge, regret. huge, a huge. Regret. Twenty-one. They take Jalen Rager out of TCU. I mean, talk to me. I, this was a dude. I, I watched. I watched more of his same, game today, same. and all I could see was was Brandon Cooks. Oh, That's all I could see. No. Tell me I'm wrong. No. Watch it again. Watch it again, dude. That's all I could see was Brandon Cooks. I mean, don't get it twisted. Brandon Cooks isn't bad in what, by any means, and I don't think Jalen Rager is going to be bad. But you just pick, basically picked Brandon Cooks before Justin Jefferson, like before a potential OBJ type of player. Like, I, I man, I don't see it. I don't. He's not big. He's he's fast, but he's he's going to get bodied by NFL NFL DBs, I think. And uh, man, I, I think he's, he would have been a good second round sure. pick. But before, uh, dude. If you're an Eagles fan, you're you're scratching your head on this. I, I'm you really with are. You. I mean, pray for Eagles fans. I texted some Eagles fans I know, and they were sick to their stomachs. I mean, like you said, Justin Jefferson is still on the board, and with their wide receiver core, I don't think you can be picky about which wide receivers you want. Like you just need wide receivers with talent, <laughs> and and so. With that being said, I I I do think I understand the Eagles' logic here. Um, if you look at Doug Peterson, he came from the Chiefs. They wanted to do RPO, screens, speed sweeps, and he needed – he not needed. He wanted a weapon, someone like a Tyreek Hill you can get the ball and let run who has great speed. So I understand their thinking, but I just don't – everyone wants their Tyreek Hill, but there's only one Tyreek Hill. <laughs> so, and it's not Jalen Rager. I'll oh, tell you yeah. that, dude. Poor man's Tyreek Kill is Brandon Cook. Right, like, is I hear not, you. Right, I hear you. So, I, I mean, watch the tape. Watch the tape again, dude. I swear. The, I hear you. So and then, since I didn't take Justin Jefferson, the Vikings said, "Thank you for that. It will take him at twenty-two. Yes. I mean, gift wrapped. That was a gift wrapped um, choice. They just lost uh, Stephon Diggs. They traded him to the Bills. This is a no. This was a no-brainer, in my opinion. Once that once. Once Jalen Rager got drafted, I said, "All right, this is their replacement for for Diggs, um, and let's go." I mean, Pat, and I thought at this point, Pat's had a great great choice. What do you think about Justin? Oh, I was sick. I was hoping he might get to us. We were one pick away, but of course, the Vikings taking. But again, they're huge winners in this draft because, like you said, traded Stephon yeah. Diggs for a haul, and they immediately replace him. Um, so I think he'll be a good fit. 
I think it adds a little bit more diversity to their wide receiving core. Because I think Diggs and um, Diggs and Thielen kind of did a lot of the same things, you know. And now you get a guy like um, Jefferson who can purely just work the slot and you can just let Thielen, Thielen work d- deep and be that guy. Um, so I think it's pretty good. Or vice, or vice, or vice versa. versa. Yeah, They're both right. versa. Yeah. Um, and that takes us to 23, which was the Patriots. They traded to the Chargers. I mean, are we surprised? We traded our 37th and 71st pick. Um, I'm not. I wasn't that surprised because we needed to. We needed to cut the gap uh, between you know the second round and our next pick. We're in the fourth round, or we didn't have a pick right. until the third round. Kind of in the third round, 88, I believe, or something like that. Um, so we needed to cut the gap. We traded back. We got 37 and 71 solid picks. So now in day two, which is tonight, we have five total picks, one in the, one in the second, four in the third. So, um, you know, it was, it was cool. I mean, I, I really believe the player that we wanted is Epineza and we are certain that he'll be there at 37. That's my, that's my, I mean, I truly think so. Next up is Cincinnati. They they have a, a lot of holes. Uh, the Colts, the Lions, Giants. Then I us. can see the Lions. I don't know. It'll be. I I could too. Now that I think about it, and now that I think about it, every single one of those teams I mentioned, maybe not Cincinnati, could use D line help. Facts. Um, but but we'll see. I think. I mean, we're gonna have a great. I mean, if if it's not him, then I mean, T Higgins is still available. Antoine Winfield might T. be there. Please not T. I, I hope it's I, I I wouldn't mind Antoine Winfield or Xavier McKinney. Um, Black, Russ, Ross Blacklock is still there. Right. But anyway, gross um, models and Gallimore are was, still there. Zach Bond, Josh Uche. Yeah, so good players. But this is what I was kind of sick about. We need it, need it, need it, and that's and and that's what that's what the Chargers draft came up and drafted. I mean, Chargers. I mean, they. They did what they had to do with this draft. They got Kenneth Murray. They got Justin Herbert, who you know, of course, still is to be seen how he plays. But they, I mean, they this is a this is an a, plus a plus pick. In my, in it's, my it's just you just really hope that Murray doesn't turn into a superstar. You just really pray to God he doesn't become a superstar because he was a need. He's one of the best athletes in the draft. He's looking like a perennial Pro Bowl ten year star at the linebacker. We know how we can. Like, the thing about me and Bill is, like, Bill, like, obviously hits on the draft. Like, not every time, but no one does every time. People get fired because of the draft. Bill's been doing this for 20 years. Of course, there are going to be ups and downs. Um, but the thing is, is we've always, like, picked somebody who wasn't so, – who was – who we haven't picked somebody who's been available who turns out to be a star. Like, that's my yeah. biggest cons- – like, that's my biggest pet peeve about Bill in the draft is – there are guys available. We still like to trade back, or we or we draft Absolutely. someone else. And it's I don't know, man. Like like Brandon Spikes before Clay Matthews is just one that I always think about. Or Sony Michelle um, before Nick Chubb, or Nikhil Harry before Debo Samuel. The stuff, yeah. I mean, I mean, dude, the list goes on. There was a there was a Brandon Tate one and another unbelievable receiver. And I just I just don't remember. But it, this stuff is is old. But we'll see how thirty seven and seventy. We'll see how yeah. the rest. Of and the I mean, draft you just look goes. at the Patriots. They believe in a, st- a strong middle a strong middle class. And now we have seven picks mm-hmm. in the middle rounds in rounds two through four. So they're sticking to their philosophy. It's what it's what's made them great. And you can't you just can't knock them for it. You, it's just you really just hope 
that Kenneth Murray does not turn into a superstar linebacker, or else we'll just be added to the list of sickening draft mishaps for the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Oh, moving on. Damn, I'm ah. sick. And I'm about to be more sick in a few picks, too. 24, the Saints, they take Cesar Ruiz center out of Michigan, but they, he can probably you can play anywhere. He can play anyone in the interior offensive line. Um, solid pick. They don't really have holes. Um, the middle of their line, it's not questionable, but a little shaky at times. We saw that during the um, the wild card round versus the Vikings. The the Vikings decided to put Griffin and Danelle Hunter. They said, I know you guys should play in the edge, but no, nah, fuck that. Put that goal in the middle and just dominate them. And that's basically how they won that game. Um, so I understand the pick. They didn't really have holes. Yeah, I mean, he's the best interior O-lineman. Uh, it's not, it's, it was, yeah, it was a little surprising, I guess. I just didn't really know where they were going to go. I was like, are they going to get love? What's their yeah, I deal? I wish they did. Um, but I really I, wish they did. I guess, is, is Taysom Hill, like, really their uh, answer? I don't know. I guess we'll 25, we'll the 49ers we'll take see. Brandon Ayuk. Yeah, they traded, so they had 31st overall pick. They traded with the um, Vikings, so Vikings traded back. Did they say 35th? Okay. 31st overall pick. Okay. Uh, sorry, I, I don't know. Anyway, Brandon Ayuk. So we talked about this. They traded, or they, you know, they had two trades in the first round and they ended up taking uh, Javon Kinlaw and then they knew that they needed a receiver. So apparently last year they wanted to draft Nikhil Harry, but turns out we drafted right before them. And then this year they got his teammate, Brandon Ayuk. Um, and they have, you know, Kyle Shanahan has, has probably so many plays ready for him. He he's kind of a very he's he similar very to Manny similar, Sanders. Yeah. He really he is. is. Yeah, and so he's gonna he's gonna kind of just fill his his hole. And I mean, that that often keep, keep on chugging along. Yeah, I have nothing to add. I agree. He's very yeah. similar to Emmanuel Sanders. But huh, this brings us to number twenty six. Ah, so the Packers were picking at pick thirty, I believe. Um, 30, correct. And then they traded up emphasis, and got emphasis, Jordan Love. Emphasis on traded, trading up. Traded up. Traded up. That They love him that much. They want to trade up for him. Um, cra- this was the biggest surprise of the first round. I literally said, what? As loud, uh, loud as. And this man, Mike, is sick to his stomach. Um, you, Aaron Rodgers is out the door soon enough. This man, Aaron Rodgers, has not gotten any help for every year he's been there in 11 years or something. They drafted one offensive player in the first round and it was Jordan love. Like I dude, it's so disrespectful in so many different ways. And he must be this besides Mike Aaron Rodgers is the sickest man today. Um, he's just disappointed. He needed more help on so many levels. He even said a few days ago, he just said like, you know, I, whatever, however the team goes, you know, I'll be fine. But, you know, we could really use some some help um, around me. He really said that. So he could have used a receiver. He could they could have used a, a plethora of defensive players. Um, there's Patrick Queen is still on the board. Um, a lot of running backs are on the board. Um, but anyway, who huh, no one saw this coming. So Aaron Rodgers time is ticking. I'm giving it. I said to Mike, maximum two more full seasons. A maximum, absolute max. There's no chance. Wow. Yeah. Brady, Jimmy G got drafted when Brady was 36. Brady played five more seasons, outlasted him, forced him, them to trade him instead. Um, let's see if Aaron Rodgers can do the same. Extremely unlikely, though, with this new coach. 
And with the 27th, no, Mike, you got you want to say anything or you're just gonna be sick to your stomach? We, we can move on, we can move on just like the Packers. Well, the Packers actually changed the game last year, yes. Is Aaron Rodgers still a top five quarterback, yes, yes, All depends right. on the week, yes, yes, yes. Was did they deserve that's to be a in different that question? You already know how I feel about that, but and it's, so what's the answer? <sighs> I hate wasted potential, man. I hate it. I hate it so much. This is a this is it. a big this is it. big wasted potential. Another but... prime wasted, gone, finished. Oh, flushed down the toilet. This is how you only win two Super Bowls, have two what top quarterbacks ever, and Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, and you win two Super Bowls between them. Two. It's a wasted career. Like you said, they've never taken a wide receiver, running back, tight end in the first round. This man carried this franchise on his back for 10 years. Oh, MVPs, all pros, never surrounded him with talent on offense. Defense was chips. Lost him games. They had GMs that they had right, GMs that, he had they had a GM he and had Ted Thompson that was incapable of doing the job, who refused to sign free agents. They had a coach in Mike McCarthy who refused to ever change his offense, became one of the most predictable, predictable things in the world. And just, oh, I'm sick. I'm sick to my stomach. One of the greatest, one of the most talented quarterbacks ever. His prime was wasted by a sorry, sorry, sorry leadership staff that couldn't put some easy – he doesn't need that much talent. He got you close to the promised land so many times with not a lot of talent. You just give him some, some, and then here you are. He's 36-year-old, still a top-five quarterback, just came off of the NFC Championship game loss, and you get a quarterback to replace him? This, this, it's disrespectful. It's so disrespectful. And it's just, he's finished. He's finished. He's not winning another ring. He's not. It's going to be the waste, one of the most wasted careers in NFL history. It's sickening. It's sickening. Absolutely sickening. Anyway, moving on to this 27th pick. Another surprise. Seattle Seahawks just have become so bad at drafting. I don't know why. Um, they've they've selected Jordan Brooks, linebacker from Texas Tech, uh, inside linebacker. Um, clear, clearly a reach, a, a early pick. Apparently, uh, the Seahawks love him so so much that they they were saying that they didn't want to know nobody. Not that he I even saw him on any mock drafts, but they didn't want anyone to put him on the mock drafts. Cool, so bro, no you got really that. Know about him. <laughs> so yeah, legit, dude. No one's gonna take him anyway. So go for it. Yeah, that's and they already have Bobby it. Wagner, so it wasn't like it was a crazy need, but. Yeah, whatever. They have so many other needs. Out. I mean, Patrick, I mean, Patrick, Patrick Queen was so to pick you what next. And the Ravens know. just, the rich get richer. I mean, just. Yeah, Ravens just, they don't skip a beat at middle linebacker. I mean, Ray Lewis to CJ Mosley, now Patrick I mean, Queen. They just, it's they just one of the at that position. biggest, baddest defenses full of just dogs just gets another dog. It's just. It's it's scary, yeah. Calais oh Patrick Queen. It is oh scary. my Matt Judon. They could they could have they could have gone wide out. A little bit of a reach. Was, a little bit of reach. Like, I don't know. Uh, I don't if know. Patrick Queen Higgins, I mean, drops all the way it's, down if, to if Rager, <laughs> Especially when you have a need at I middle mean, line interior linebacker. It's just 
It's that's so yeah, easy. That's and it's that's just fair. it's gonna be scary. He's gonna learn from some great coaching staff, some great players. He'll be in a position to just he has a great D line in front of him that's gonna deal with a lot of the mess and just allow him to fly around and make plays. It's it's a easy no brainer pick and it's just another pick in a long tradition of dogs for the Baltimore Ravens. It's it's uh, sickening. How bad are the Pats gonna be this year? So I mean, every team we'll we go through, 29. They're nice. Damn, they're nice. They're nice. I know, dude. We are going to get spanked. Anyway, 29. The Titans select Isaiah Wilson, um, offensive tackle from Georgia. He's He played the opposite side of Andrew Thomas, who went fourth to the Giants. Um, kind of an interesting pick. Um, it seemed like a little bit of a reach. Um, he's, he was a surprise offensive tackle that snuck in at this late. Uh, I didn't really know where the Titans were going to go. They're pretty solid all around. Um, but, I mean, offensive line, you paid Derrick Henry all that money. You makes paid sense. Yeah, it makes all sense. That money. They, they got to um, replace Jack Conklin. Um, their offense is pretty set. Their defense could use some help on the front, but I bet they would have taken Patrick Queen if, if the Ravens didn't take him. Um, but I understand the pick. Pretty easy. 30, the Dolphins. Um from this is from the pick they got from the Packers. They take all right. Let's try this. Noah. Ig, uh, you, yeah. Ig, Ig, no Ig, but no Ig, Ig, no Ig, Ig, no Yeah, I think that's right. Ig, no Um, from Auburn. Um, Interesting pick, very interesting. I had seen no, actually a little bad. bit of his tape. He's not bad. He really isn't bad. But why? Why do you need secondary help? Od. Why do and you need? Why do you need cornerback help? Is this is what I, I get. Why do you need cornerback help? Brian Flores from New England. New England belie- believes in strong secondary. So now you have you have Byron Jones, Xavier Howard. Yep. Now you have another first round pick who's a good press corner and a good tackler. Doesn't have great long speed. Um, so he could probably be their slot corner. And so I understand the pick. They're, they're building a strong defense with strong corners. Um, they have their front seven still needs some attention, but when you have a strong secondary, that always helps your pass rush. So they're just fully embracing the New England route and going strong secondary over front seven. So I understand it. I understand it. And honestly, they might have different plans for Byron Jones than what we think. You know, we think he's just going to be out there at cornerback. Don't forget, he got drafted as a safety, right? So he has some safety in him. He can play, and he can play that kind of like patch on role where he's everywhere on the field, but he can also lock your number one guy. So yes. not lock, but he can do a good job. So, um, and so Brian Flores is a, is a genius yes. on defense. He he'll know how to move people's pieces around, but their cornerback one of the best secondaries good. in the league. Like what they, are your thoughts on the whole? There. Oh. No, their draft and the first round. As their what? Defense as a whole. I mean, oh, draft. Oh, okay. So, uh, so the thing is, like, sure, they it might have seemed like Austin Jackson was a reach, or this guy Noah Igbenogene was a reach. Um, but they're just solid picks. Like they they really believe like these are the players that will make us better. I don't care if people were early or not. Like huh. I want them right now, and they feel comfortable that way. And 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 I and I appreciate that. And I think that's that's pretty solid. Like honestly, I, I would love to see you know Austin Jackson and Tua Fox, completely healthy from just, here on out. But, I agree with you. And I thought, mm, maybe they passed on Murray and Queen at their what? Um, first round. I thought oh, yeah, maybe yeah. Pass on those two special guys, but. 
they do have pick 39, so maybe they get a guy like Zach Bond or Josh Uche, we, like we talked about earlier. They, there's plenty of D-line talent left with, Ep, like, Epineza, Grossmatos, Gallimore. So they have lots of picks. I, I, good, I think it's still a really solid, good draft. It wasn't the splash draft that we all wanted or thought it was going to be, but I still think a really good draft. Uh, yeah, I think so too. And um, I think uh, at 39, they go running back. I really do. Um, I think that they really need to address that running back position. And 39 is a solid mm-hmm, spot DeAndre, to take so like I think they would probably go potentially or right. Um, I think they would probably Jonathan go Jonathan Taylor, Taylor or DeAndre Swift, honestly, because I think they need a three down back. Whoa, I don't think why Swift not? will last that long. That's all. I I mean, I think he was. A close oh, first round pick I thought for you a meant few last teams. Like um, I bet the oh, Dolphins okay. thought about him. Oh no, okay. no, I don't I think DeAndre Swift will last till thirty. I mean, it'll be interesting to uh, see which route they go for a running yeah. back because, like we said, Brian Flores is from New England. New England believes in the multiple running back approach. Um, so, do they go a um, a Jonathan Taylor who's a three down back, a bell cow, a bell cow back, or do they try to go JK Dobbins who probably needs another compliment to go with him? Um, so it'll be interesting. And look, and now he, wait, he really mention, might last. They to do have Jordan Howard on their it. team who's a big power back. So I would think if they are going to go running back, that would probably lend itself to maybe going uh, JK Dobbins. Um, yeah, honestly. But. Jordan Howard Absolutely. isn't a great receiving back, so they need one that's good at receiving. Um, I think, I think they might, dude. Mm. Cam Akers would be unbelievable with the Patriots, and so I think that I don't know what kind of floor, what kind of running back Flores wants on his offense. Um, but if they think that he's a good choice, mm-hmm. I don't know. So we'll have to see because he's a great receiving back. So we'll have to see, and so is DeAndre mm-hmm. Swift. So All if right. they go uh, Swift, 31. I mean that's a great one. That is the Vikings here from the France. Yep, from the Vikings and that trade with the we traded the, back. Took Ayuk. Yeah, Borgnine just took Ayuk to 25. 49ers. Um, yep. the Vikings traded at the 31, and they take cornerback mm-hmm. Jeff Gladney out of TCU. Uh, I, I'm not. I I'm not going to front. I didn't know too much about this guy either. Um, I, you know, we were really only focusing on the top cornerbacks. I thought Trayvon Diggs from Alabama was potentially better than him as well. Um, so him and Ig- Igbenogene were definitely up on Jeff, Jeff Gladney. He has quick feet and man coverage skills. So um, that's something that Zimmer can work with. We know Zimmer loves his defensive players, especially his corners in the secondary. Um, so Zimmer is a good defensive coach, and he'll hopefully be able to, to teach him, uh, coach him up. And I think it's a pretty solid pick. Um, but 32, my fucking God. The Chiefs take my boy, RB1, Clyde Edwards, yes. out of LSU. I love this pick. It was the pick I had mocked to her. I mocked, you, uh, and I had the Chiefs taking yeah. Clyde Edwards Hilaire in our mock draft. And like I said then, it fits perfectly. I'm trait wise, he runs with power like a like a Ray Rice. He's elusive and has great vision like Le'Veon. He's a receiving back like a James White, who's what the third best receiving back in the in the NFL and scheme wise they can use him just how he was used at LSU one of the reasons why LSU was so great is yes they had Joe Burrow yes they had those great receivers but when they wanted to they could flex quite out as a legitimate wide receiver that puts pressure on a defense and so I love this fit with the Chiefs and mind you 
running back was such a need for this team since Kareem Hunt left them due to his domestic uh, violence issues. Um, I understand the thought of, oh, why not go corner? But you look at the corners that are, le- are, that are left at this point. You're talking Trayvon Diggs, and he's not a polished, ready, con- ready to contribute corner at this point. He's he just switched over to playing corner like a year or two ago. He came in as a wide receiver. Um, so they're in a Super Bowl window right now that they need to maximize to their fullest. So I love this pick. Um, and their secondary. It's pretty solid. We saw that defense continually improve last year as the year went on, especially with the hiring of Steve Spagnola. Chavarius Ward, who we talked about at times on Say Less throughout the season, he's a pretty solid corner who was just in his second year and he's still um, improving. And Brashad Breeland, as we saw in that Super Bowl, he balled. He had a really great game. So I don't think cornerback is as desperate as a need as people realize. So I love this pick for the Chiefs. I mean, it's it's a great pick. He he does, he does it all back. Um, Andrew Reid was saying he's better than Brian Westbrook. So this is a great all-pro running back who had a nine-year career. So if he's saying he's better than that, yes. And he, mind you, he, he was the knows. coach of Brian Westbrook as well, so he knows. Um, so this is gonna the offense is only gonna get scarier. Um, as a Patriots yeah, fan, <laughs> um, I hate the pick. Um, I I wish they. I'm not happy about the pick. Um, I wish he went to like the Dolphins or something, but whatever. We'll just see. He's going mean, to kill it. He's going to be a good fantasy player. He's going to get a lot of catches. Team like the Chiefs, right? Yeah. A team like the Chiefs was going to get him, him and Damian he's going to turn into a great, outstanding, high production yeah. back, and I love it. And like I said last episode, these are the type of backs that we're going to see get second contracts in the league because you, if you, if you can only run the ball. You're not going to last that long, but when you have a guy like Clyde who can line up as wide receiver and produce that way as well as a very high level, that's second. That's one of the second contract. These are the future of the running back that's going to save the running back market. So I love this pick so much. Yeah, it's a great pick. It was a it was a fun first round, interesting first round. Of course, a little sad the Patriots didn't pick, but. You know, there's plenty of more draft to go, six more rounds. Absolutely. Um, some Hall of Famers could still get drafted. But say less. Um, let's so, take a quick break and so we'll come back and do our own draft of players who we believe will have the highest impact from round one in their year one in the NFL. Say less. Stay tuned. And welcome back to say less huh good draft fun draft but now it's time for us to have some fun with our own draft so today for our draft we'll be drafting the top picks to be the most impactful in 2020 out of all the first round picks um you can interpret impactful to me whatever you want to be doesn't matter uh so Roy, you have our office trivia question to, to figure who will pick first. What is this question? So pretty easy question in my opinion, but you know, something kind of funny. Um in the episode where the fake fire, well that was real fire that Dwight had set off just to make sure everyone was, you know, knew what to do during a fire emergency. Um knew just wanted to check on to see if everyone studied their playbook. Um turns out nobody did. Um but what animal <laughs> was found? And by, and whose was it um, that was found in the ceiling? Oh, it was Angela's cat. Yeah. Uh, uh, sparkles? 
sprinkles? Sprinkles? Yeah, sprinkles. Yeah, sprinkles. sprinkles. Nice. Yeah, sprinkles. Yeah. Take her with you. <laughs> you got the wrong through the ceiling. Comedy episode. Comedy episode. All right. So I go first. And with my first pick, I'm taking Clyde Edwards a layer on the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, okay, I will admit. This is a biased pick now, but making him my RB1 was not biased. Mocking him to the Chiefs clearly wasn't biased, but this is biased. I don't care. I mean, like I waxed. You earned it. You earned it. Uh, Right, I earned it. He's going to have a sick season. He's going to put up huge numbers both in the run game and the pass game. I don't need to go on and on again about how he's a perfect fit. Super Bowl champs, they filled their need at running back. Damian Williams, who was their running back one last year, he only had 498 rushing yards last year, and 90 of those came on one run. One run. So it's safe to say he's going to have a huge impact for the Chiefs in that offense. So that's my first pick, Clive Edwards Hilaire, for the right. Kansas City Chiefs. All right. Um, that's fine. Okay. My... <laughs> I wasn't going to take him anyway. We only get three of them. Well, we only get to get three of these. You know that, right? Oh, well. Okay. Don't care. All right. Anyway, my number one most impactful player. I mean, uh, call me what you want, but it's Joe Burrow. Um, oh, Joe Burrow. Is, yeah. He's the most impactful player. He's going to impact this. He's going to give his team the most wins out of anybody in this draft. Um, I truly <laughs> believe that. Um, he'll be a potential rookie, offensive rookie of the year candidate, as we talked about earlier. Um, he may look to break a lot of rookie records. Um, that that offense is going to be something special, um, and I, it, especially if he just plays well. Um, so that's my most impactful player. Good pick. That was also going to be. I had him as my second pick behind Clyde, which really means my first pick. Yeah, Clyde was just for fun. <laughs> um, my next pick. I can go a couple of ways here. I'm going to go with another biased pick with Isaiah Simmons from the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, Great like thing. we talked about earlier, I mean, this pick helps him in so many ways. One, it takes Budapest out of the box, put him more at his natural position, let him be special in the secondary. And it gives them just another special talent in their front seven. And now you look at their defense, you have special players at every level. You have Chandler Jones as on your front four. You have uh, Isaiah Simmons in the linebacker who's just going to roam the middle of the field and cause havoc. And then Buda Bacon in the secondary. So and Patrick I love, Peterson also in the secondary. And Patrick, well, I, I have doubts on whether or not he's special. I think if Patrick Peterson can I mean, be Patrick special. Peterson, Patrick Peterson's better than Buda Baker. Come on. That's not what I saw last year. But, again, he did come in <laughs> midseason. Yeah, off the PED suspension, and mind you, that PED suspension. Not only did he caught taking PEDs, but he got he got caught taking a taking a masking agent to hide the PEDs. So, Eesh. so we'll see how he's doing these days. But <laughs> yes, I take Isaiah Simmons, and as you know, the Cardinals are one of my favorite teams right now. So another biased pick by me, but I don't really care. It's a good pick. A good pick. Um, but you're just giving me better picks, although mine are just pretty boring. Um. Chase Young is is easily going to be the second most impactful player in the draft. Um, I think he's going to be. I think he's easily the rookie defensive rookie of the year candidate or favorite right now. He's going to get double digit sacks. He's going to get forced fumbles. Um, he's going to get tackles. He's going to play well in the run game. He's going to be a difference maker on that defense and for that team. Him, Ryan Kerrigan, Jonathan Allen. I mean, that defensive line is kind of going to Montez Sweat. Montez Sweat. Sweat. Like, they got, they have depth. He's going to get his rest. Um, 
It's going to be a great defense. Uh, he's going to be very impactful. Absolutely. And I considered him taking him for my next pick. But I just thought, I mean, that D-line is already going to be nice. And I get he's going to get his numbers. But I think Isaiah Simmons, his impact on that defense, well, it's going to make a jump to a much to a elite. Mm, elite might be too strong. But I just think Isaiah Simmons will make the Cardinals as a whole a much better defense, whereas the 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 Washington, Washington they – they just already – its that, that's the strength of their team, and they kind of made it stronger, but I understand. All right, my next pick, my third and final pick, it, it's C.D. Lamb. It's, that was one of the steals of the draft going all the way down to 17 of the Cowboys, and like we talked about, he's just going to ball. He's in a, a perfect situation for him and his strengths and where he came from. Um, he came from an offensive system in Oklahoma that loves to just get the ball out and let him run in space, and, and Kellen Moore is going to do exactly that. He doesn't have to worry about being a wide receiver one because they already have Amari Cooper. That's going to get him the ball when he's open. Unlike Jalen Hurts, who's a good dude. He's a good guy, but he's not a polished quarterback. And I think Dak will be able to get him the ball in space, and he's just going to kill out. He's going to have a great year. I, that's, a, that's a great pick, I, and I totally agree um, from all angles. I think he's going he's gonna to flash, and he's going he's gonna to get the ball in a lot of ways. End arounds, quick screens, obviously deep run. Uh, and especially in that dome? Oh, my goodness. Sheesh. Anyway, uh, my choice, my third and final choice is Patrick Queen, linebacker out of mm-hmm. to the Ravens. I think he's going to be extremely impactful. That defense was one real player away from being one of the best in the league. They have up front, they have Brandon Williams, Clay Campbell, Chill. Matthew Judon. Chill. Derek Wolf, that's their front four. Their linebackers need help, but they have Patrick Queen, the middle linebacker, take take care of the, the run game, anything left over, and obviously play in the pass game and zone. Um, and then the back end, of course, I mean, Marcus Peters, Marlon Humphrey, right. Jimmy Smith, Earl Thomas, they are stacked on defense. Stacked. This is a huge, huge draft pick for them, and they nailed it. Um, they, they're lucky he slid this far, but – they're going to be great defense. I, I get it. I just For me, I was just like, eh, that defense is already stacked. How much better is he really making it? But I understand your logic. I understand yeah, your logic. Yeah, he's closing. He's just tying. He's the bow that ties it all together. He's going to be probably tops. He might be tops in the NFL in tackles. He really might. Yeah, he really could be, honestly, because he's just going to have so much. The, the way that front four is going to hold it down in the, in, yeah. in the trenches, he'll just have so free free access to just make plays and make tackles. So yeah, I, so I, much I freedom, you, yeah. Yeah, I get your reasoning. I get it. Um, But let's finish how we normally finish, cap or no cap. And, boy, do we have some cap for you. Um, Nicole Hardman, as we know, the Chiefs took Clyde Edwards-Alaire as their running back in the first round at pick 32 to finish out the round. And that didn't really seem to please Nicole Hardman. Now, he, it might not be anything – it might not be an indictment on Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, but he tweeted out shortly after the, after the Chiefs drafted him saying that, damn, no, no one drafted my boy DeAndre Swift in the first round? That's crazy. So, cap or no cap, DeAndre Swift should have been a first-round pick. Um, it was a weird year. It really was. Um, and as we know, as years in the past have gone on, every single season seems like more and more – teams need running backs less and less um and do- they come dime a dozen it's it's hard to pay all this running backs all as much like um Clyde Edwards Hilaire um you know running backs just don't get paid a lot um they don't and, and not at 1.5 mil as the 32nd pick in the draft yeah and is that per season you're saying 
Yeah, per season. Okay, yes, yes. They just don't make a lot of money. Um, and although, I, I don't know, man. It was a weird year. I mean, if anyone was going to take them, in my opinion, it was the Dolphins, and they didn't. And so yeah, I, I said right then and there, like, I, I didn't think a running back was going to get taken, but I didn't think it was going to be swift to the Chiefs. It wasn't going to be the best fit for them. So, yeah, I, I mean – Am I surprised? No. I mean, does he deserve, is he a first round talent? Yes. He's a first round talent. Like let's, I really think so, but he, you know, their needs. So, I mean, I agree with everything you said, except for the first round talent part. I let's, let's is, he talk not, about, is he not like the top 32 best players in this draft? Debatable. I don't think he's top one, two or three running back. Like you said, like last episode, I just don't think there's anything special about him. I think he's that's a complete. I, I think he's a complete back. He can do everything well, and that's cool and dandy. But I just don't think he's has any special traits at all. And I just don't. I didn't think that warranted a first round pick, as you know by my feelings about Clyde Edwards Hilaire and Jonathan Taylor. So I just, I, I I think that's cap. I don't think he was. He needed to be. He he should have been pitched in the first round. And I'm not surprised he didn't go in the first round. Um, last question, Patriots. I haven't talked a lot about them today. This is a Patriot-centric podcast. Um, they traded back in the first round, per usual. Not surprised. So now they have pick 37, early second-round pick. It's a, it's, a, it's a good move by them to trade back. We hate it. We want splash draft pick. But we understand. So Patriots are on the board at 37. Uh, cap or no cap, Patriots will draft a while with that pick. That pick. <sighs> cap or no cap. Man, it's going to be so hard to say, but I think it's cap. Yeah. I don't think we do it. I don't think we do it. I mean, would I take D. Higgins there? Yes, absolutely. I would I, take, I, would I Would I take Denzel Mims there? Yeah. Yes. Sure, why not? Um, I mean, yeah, more so T. Higgins. But I think that we have other needs. I th- I wouldn't even be surprised. Maybe if we get one of these really good safeties, Grant Delpit or Xavier McKinney, um, or if we go line Epineza. Um, so, or maybe even Cole Komet, that tight end. So there, we have some options. And I think the tight end conversation is very interesting because it's not a deep tight end class. It's really Cole Komet, Adam Trotman out of Dayton. And really after that, it's finished. It's, it's slow. Yeah. So it'll be really interesting. Wow. But I think it's capped. I don't think they're taking a wide receiver. I'd love to see him take Denzel Mims. Actually, I wouldn't because we have Nikhil here, unfortunately. Um, but I think they'll definitely either go defensive line um, – or linebacker, but tight end is such an interesting to watch because it only takes one team to take Cole Komet, and then you're like, oh fuck, we need to get Adam Trotman now. Um, so, but even then, I'm like, do we? Do we? Like, we might just have to take another L this year. With oh tight ends. no, like, no, we? no, dude. Please. Honestly, like, do we really? I, don't I think know. tight end is a paramount need. You can't just play Stidham like this. If Brady had the season he had last year with those weapons, what's Stidham gonna do? You have to have some weapons to evaluate you him. Come on, bro. You don't have to. Yeah, come on. You know my answer. That's right. That's say less. Say less. Say less. All right. Well, that's <laughs> the show. That's round one. Round two and three will be tonight. Can't wait to watch. We'll be back with more episodes soon. But in the meantime, stay safe. Stay clean. Say less. Thanks, RJ. See you soon. Peace. <laughs>